Hello and welcome back to Property Matters on Dublin South FM and on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon. You can contact us on social media at iProperty Radio or email hello at iPropertyRadio.com. This week, I'm joined by Lorraine Scully, Associate Director and Sales Manager with Cherry Fitzgerald in Galway. Lorraine, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Carol. Lovely to be here and thanks for having me. No, I'm delighted. Uh, Sherry Fitzgerald in Galway has had has had a good year, a, a good start we, to the year. We did. We had a great start. Um, we won branch of the year for the in Sherry Fitzgerald in the overall company this year. So just announced there in January. So we were delighted, delighted to win it. We've we're we're 25 years here in Galway and we've never won it. Now we've often been there or thereabouts, but but it's great. It's absolutely great to win it. So we're delighted. Oh, well, congratulations to all your team. And to be honest, I, obviously, we're huge fans of Sherry Fitzgerald here. And I know they really raised the bar for residential real estate in Ireland. So uh, c- coming first on that is a very high bar indeed. So well done. Delighted to see that. It sure is. And thank, thanks so much for, for that. Yes, great. And of course, it's not just the sales team there. Actually, you have a diverse range of offerings. We do. So we have, um, we're primarily sales. So there's six of us here in the sales team. It's it's headed up by Tony Cavanagh. As you said, I'm the sales manager and branch manager here in the office. Um, but we have a lettings team as well, and they do lettings and property management. So that's headed up by Linda McCallion, and she has four staff there on her team. Um, and they, they have a, a lot of uh, managed properties on their books and they do manage and obviously let only properties as well and um, we have a new homes team that's led by Patrick Cormack and himself and Avril look after all the new homes and uh, so they uh, they're very busy at the minute actually they've quite a few schemes going on at the minute so that's our new homes team but we also have financial services in our office as well so that's headed up by Noreen McKenzie and she has uh, two guys working with her here at the minute and that's busy too so we we cover everything really here in, in Galway in the um in our office so it's a busy office and we have a great team we all get on really well it's it's you know it's lovely great uh, working environment here yeah very good very good and we'll, we'll definitely touch base with your new homes team um over the next couple of months because it's really interesting to see uh the delivery that's planned on the pipeline for Galway and and the the region over the next 12 months so um yeah that's definitely something absolutely we'll I'd be um, delighted to talk to you on that fantastic but today we're going to talk about something that I think it can be overwhelming for people at the start. So really, we want to talk, we want to help people who might be considering selling their home or, you know, they're, they're just in the space of thinking about it, but maybe haven't started yet. Maybe they've earmarked 2023 as the year either to sell their home and, and make a move. Um, so maybe first of all, we'll start by telling me what kind of start have you had to the year in terms of prospective sellers? Are there, is this a busy time for Galway? Yeah, absolutely. So look, as as you, as we just touched on, we had a great 2022, you know, winning branch of the year, but it's been, it was a really, really busy year for us. Um, very active, like the last 12 months. Now, the year has, like Galway is still active, obviously. It's, the stock is an issue, I suppose. It started off a little bit quieter on the stock side of things, but there's really good buyers out there, um, you know, and obviously the interest rate hike as well, um, you know, has had its challenges. But to be honest, the lack of supply is holding up the market quite well in Galway at the minute you know so um yeah so look what we expect 
it to be a good year going forward. Like, you know, there's a lot of, we've a lot of stock earmarked. Well, not a lot, but we've a bit of stock earmarked to come on in the next few months. Um, so, you know, that it'll all sell really well. So, you know, there's there's good buyers out there and they're all loan approved or a lot of them, you know, ready to go and yeah. and, and want to get stuff, something, you know, so. Um, Very good. Um, in terms of, you know, low stock, obviously that's an issue nationwide. Yeah. Um, but 2022 was a good was a better year uh, for most areas that there was actually a, an improvement in the stock of secondhand homes. So was that true of Galway also? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had a like we had a really big year and year growth in Galway last year. So there was much more stock available. Um, it all sold quite well. It was a good year. Like it was a really good year for prices as well because there was a lot of people buying, you know, and the year before was quite tight on stock, to be honest, 2021 was quite tight, but 2022 was good, which was why, like, we we, we had good market share growth in Galway in 2022 as well, you know, so, um, yeah, so look, at hopefully we can keep it up this year and that we can get in more stock, but definitely 2022 is a good year for stock in Galway. Um, it used to be the case, and I know a lot of the seasonality went out of the property yeah. market at the last crash um, but it was always the case that, you know, you'd get into the first few weeks of January and then you'd start to hear from the sellers who were thinking about selling their home at some point during the year. Does that still happen? It, it's we feel it's going to happen this year like we've a lot of not a lot we've a bit of stock that's going to be coming on in March so and that's your seasonal time like your springtime your March time so we have a, a few properties year March come on now in March so this year I think it will be seasonal again Um, the thing I suppose that's a bit of a challenge for us at the minute is the um the rent freeze so tenants cannot leave their properties now or don't have to leave their properties until April. So there's a lot of landlords looking to sell, but obviously they have to wait till the 31st of March to get the tenants out. So, and then they may have to issue them notice on the 31st of March, which will be three months minimum notice for tenants now. So, um, yeah, so look at that. That's an issue, I suppose, landlords trying to get tenants out so they can put their properties on the market. But as the year goes on, those properties will free up and hopefully they'll come to the market then at that stage. Um, you know, I, I remember early research from your colleague in Dublin, Marion, back in 2016, 17, 18, talking about the exodus of landlords from the marketplace. And it feels like that has been an issue that policymakers are aware of. Um, but nothing really has been done, despite rhetoric saying we must do something to stem the flow of landlords out of the market and to attract new a, a new cohort of landlords, uh, private landlords into the market. That just hasn't happened. The policies have been increasingly, you know, um, burdensome, uh, over-regulation um, yeah, and, and lack of balance between the rights and responsibilities of both tenants and landlords. So, you know, that that's really gone in the, in the wrong direction for the, the marketplace. So would you would you know what kind of proportion of the sellers you're dealing with at the moment? Would you would you kind of even have a rough breakdown of how many of those or what proportion of those are? investors leaving the market i don't know off the top of my head to be honest carol like but there's like there was there was there was quite a few last year to be honest um and i've been talking to a few this year who were just waiting on the on the 31st of march you know to to hit and then obviously they'll um sell their properties like a lot of landlords are I suppose they're getting fed up of of all the regulations and 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 they do they are looking to get out. But there's a, a certain amount of landlords as well that if they sell, they don't know what they're going to do with their money, you know. So they they're 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 deciding to hold on to it also, you know, because you know 
what are they going to they don't know what they're going to invest in if they do sell so you know we have a, a mix of it here in Galway but there's certain there's definitely landlords that are getting out okay and and the other land the other uh, homeowners who are selling up are they selling up to um you know to to trade up or to trade down within the region or are they leaving Galway most of them in the region, to be honest, like a lot of them like um, have grown out of their homes and they need the extra bedroom or extra room downstairs, be it playroom, study um, or or just an extra room for people. So it's a lot of people trying to trade up so they might be selling their three and four beds. semi looking for three and four, four, four or five bed detached. Um, so we have a lot of that. Um, th- yeah. That, th- and then there's we have a, a very healthy high end market here in Galway. Like there's a lot of people looking to buy in the higher and that market hasn't really been affected. Like we find there's a lot of people like looking to buy in the high end and they have the money and, you know, the, the values of the high end are really holding their own, you know, because, you know, because they, they want to buy in certain areas, you know, the more expensive areas, I suppose, in cities and they want to buy in those areas. So, you know, like there's yeah. a lot of people buying those areas, too. What's considered high end? You know, what would be the price bracket um, that, that makes it high end at Galway? I suppose anything above like like six, seven hundred thousand, you know, and obviously you can go like we had two very good sales in Galway last year. Um, you know, um one was two point five million and one was over was one point one point two five million. So, you know, but we like that's not every year now. You don't have yeah. those sales in Galway every year. But we had um we had quite a few good sales like that in Galway. And we, we do sell a lot of the high end stuff as well in Galway, which is great. Very good. So it sounds like it from the profile of people who are selling now and what secondhand stock is likely to come to the market, it sounds like March might be an opportune time for first time buyers in Galway. Yeah, yeah um, it will. So you mentioned that you have some really good buyers. That's a great description because I presume by really good, you mean really ready buyers that ready. they're organized and they're they're all set up. But actually, I think that over the last 10 years or, uh, and maybe even a little less, I think buyers have gotten really good at being ready. You know, they know not to start house hunting until they have their approval in principle. And, you know, I, I think they've gotten much better than they were 20 years ago when I was, uh, you know, when I was in the marketplace. Um, but actually, are sellers as good? Because delays happen on both sides of the transaction. Yeah, you're very, it's very true. Our, our, the buyers are very good. And I think COVID had a lot to do with that because during COVID, you couldn't view until you had your loan approval and that. And, and I think that people are are now like they have the loan approval coming to, to meet us much more so than they used to, you know, years ago. But but, but sellers like that's, that's a very good point on sellers. Like we, we meet, we'd meet a seller obviously at a market appraisal. So your initial meeting with the seller, you're giving them the value of your house, but you'll sit them down and you'll talk them through the stages, you know, and what they need to do to prepare themselves to go to the market. And like, there's quite a lot in it, you know, so there's a lot that people wouldn't have realized. Like, like we, we will sit down and we'll talk them through, first off, I suppose, the presentation of their house. And obviously the nicer your house is, the more money it will get when it goes to the market. And, you know, people don't want to be spending money on on doing up houses at the minute. So they'd prefer to get, you know, a, a really nice, well-finished house. So if your house needs a lick of paint or if there's, you know, a leak in the bathroom or whatever, fix it is what we would always say before you put it to the market, you know. So paint it, fix your leaks, declutter. You're going to be leaving your house anyway. So it's important to declutter it's decluttering is good for the buyer mentally as well because it gets them in that space where they're 
you know, they're 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 packing up to go. So they're mentally get preparing to leave the house. But also then from a viewing point of view, like, you know, move furniture around if you need to move it around so that when buyers come in, they can flow quite freely through the house. You know, I'd always say as well, put door stoppers in your doors so that, you know, that they don't have to be touching anything as they're going around. They just freely walk through the house. So, you know, now there's a fine line because you want to keep it homely also, you know, so you you don't want to take out too much stuff that it just looks, you know, bare. So, you know, the bedrooms are important too to kind of take a lot of the clutter out of the bedrooms and just leave your bed, your lockers, nice duvets, you know, things like that. And the other thing that's important is open up blinds and, you know, like net curtains are a no-go in, in, in like take them down, let in the light, you know, so make your house bright, you know, and and obviously clutter free. You know, that's and very important. How how much would you kind of take a technical or a technology approach to this? So um, do you offer 3D videos and walkthroughs, things like that? We will if we need to, but walkthroughs are kind of gone, to be honest. Like we, we will if we have to. So if there's a client abroad, we'll absolutely do that. But um, we get professional photos taken. And to be honest, we find they're enough, you know, um, the professional photos. It depends on the property, to be honest, Carol, too, because if it's if it's something, you know, that's like on on the lake or on the front of the sea and you've not you do nice drone videos and things like that so it just depends on the property but most properties professional photos is usually sufficient to be honest and um, do you do you engage in staging much because i know it's something we spoke to natasha rocket divine um recently of the interiors nerd studio and she has a, a new book coming out and um, but a part of her business is around property staging and she's worked previously in the u.s where it's just a vital step of the yeah. listing process. Whereas in Ireland, it really isn't. And I know kind of over the last number of years, I've you know, possibly battled with estate agents who not only do they not get professional photographs done, but, you know, they might have to be reminded, you know, to pull the bed cover over the bed, you know, make the bed before you take the photograph. And there's some like genuinely, I, I think there's some really poor quality photographs going up on daft by estate agents, which I just can't understand in this day and age at all. I mean, even I, 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 you know, professional photographs are great, but you don't need to get them done if you don't have them. You can still make an effort to make a house presentable. And in some cases, that's just not happening. You know, the standard, the standard is quite poor, the offering, um, if you look at that. No, it really is. And like we've seen, I've seen them, like I've seen those photos and they're they're shocking, to be honest. But um, look, at we don't use stagers, but we will give all the advice and, and, and tell them what they need to do to like they, they're more or less staging it themselves, to be honest. But like we'll be there with the photographer. Our photographer will move things around, you know, if he needs to, you know, to you know, to, to, to stage the property as such. But like curb appeal is huge. So like you need mm. to have a nice, like like your front, if you're, if the front of your house needs to be painted, paint it. Like your, your, the photo of your house is going to be everywhere. If your marketing is done correctly, it's going to be everywhere. So you need to look nice. You need people to pick up the phone and ring you and say, God, that house looks lovely. You know, can we book a view of that? You know, so staging is hugely important, but we don't, we don't it, like employ stagers as such. Yeah. We just we give people the advice ourselves. Yeah. You know, and look, I, I, I think most people would understand and most sellers would be motivated to get the most out of their sale. Of and that means present their property in a certain way. You know, it, it's amazing for all of our talk about, you know, prop tech and the technology solutions that make things better. You know, we still always come back to the old fashioned adage of you've one shot to make a first impression. And Absolutely. 
Um, and I can remember, you know, years ago and certainly at the height of the Celtic Tiger, um, people weren't bothered about doing anything because anything would sell and it didn't yeah. really impact your price. And I think we got into some really bad habits at that time. And and then when the market started to slow, you know, you had people carrying out work, maybe pricing downwards and carrying out work. But it was very difficult to get the same. There's only one cohort of buyers at any given time in the market. It's very hard to get them to come back to the same property if an, an opinion has already been established. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, it, it really is that. But look, we talked about delays. I think one of the most frustrating parts of the marketplace for buyers and sellers, obviously, other than the lack of stock at the moment, is around the conveyancing delays. Yes. And there's lots of technology solution providers in Ireland and the UK trying to speed things up. But I think that the quickest we've gotten to is seven weeks. You know, this is and, and seven weeks would be an amazingly fast uh, yes. transaction. You know, we're still regularly looking at 12 to 16 weeks and beyond. So is there anything that sellers can do to, to improve that and add a bit of certainty to the transaction? Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I think particularly around, let's say, houses out the country. So um, when I'm going to do a market appraisal in a house out the country, I will always I'll obviously bring my laptop, but I'll have Land Direct open. And I don't know if you've used Land Direct, but um, yeah, so you'll see, like you put in your 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 property and you'll see your map, like your land registry map. If it's correct, great correct if it's not correct you need to get an engineer in to check that out and you know it can take it can take weeks if that's wrong and it needs to be resolved so that's the first thing we would do and then the second thing people should do is look at their planning and check their planning like was their house built to what it says in the in the planning in your planning documents so like I have a sale recently and and they put in an extra window let's say they also put um they they changed the driveway so it should have been a straight driveway but it's a curved driveway they moved the septic tank there's a few things like that and like in paper you know when they were building this house they probably never thought they were going to ever sell it so it was never really a big deal but it's when you come to selling it that's when it, it's an issue you know so you need to obviously if you've added on an extension as well so you're allowed to add 40 square meters without getting planning once it's on the ground floor and to the back but some people put it to the side needs planning you know or they add two levels needs planning you know but they don't realize this so you need to get if your planning is correct you need to get a sorry if your extension is correct you need to get a search of exemption to say that it is exempt from planning and it's correct if it's not correct yeah, you need to check your search compliance you may or may not have one and then you may or may not need to get retention so retention is like this we have i have a lot of sales at the minute that are going through retention because until there a survey, an engineer comes in to survey the property for the purchaser, the vendors don't really know about it, that it needs retention. So they need to, uh, we will get this checked beforehand or ask the vendor, sorry, should I say, to check this beforehand and make sure that everything is in order, that planning is all in order so that the sale can go through. Your solicitor has a huge role to, part, to play here as well, obviously, because they will they will check check the documents as well for their vendors. They need to get title deeds. That's the other actually thing. Title deeds can take four to six weeks to get from the bank. Um, so 
you need to be getting them, you know, when you're putting the property on the market for sale, you need to be getting those title documents, like not going sale agreed and then looking for your title documents because it's a delay of six weeks before you can send out a contract. So there's certain, there's definitely things a vendor can do before they put the property on the market to get them ready, you know, so that when the property goes sale agreed, they can send out a contract and the sale can close you know, within the usual so it's six, eight, 12 weeks um, of it going sale agreed because they're they're prepared, you know, so it's really, really important to be prepared. And our, like one thing I've noticed over the last number of years is that buyers are really savvy. You know, they know the marketplace, yes. they know things inside out. Are sellers, because I'd imagine for some sellers they're kind of sitting pretty in their house, maybe never planning to leave. So a lot of what's been happening, say, in terms of regulations, like the BER certs, just might have it might have passed them by because they just didn't think it would be important yes yeah and and they like so some vendors are very clued in and they obviously are very on top of things and they're very organized you know and then you get some that that aren't but they just don't know you know they're not they're not in the market like we are which is why it's important obviously to get us in early so that we can we can talk you through all these steps and give you all the advice of things you need to do before you put your property on the market. But I suppose it's it's up to us to educate them, really, isn't it? To, you know, so um, yeah, to to tell them what they need to do. Um, Lorraine, one of the things certainly I missed from almost two decades ago of going in and out to houses every day. You know, you meet great characters, but you can see some really interesting things, and I have come across, you know farm animals and houses and lots of other things you know what kind of unusual things have you come across over your time I so I'm nearly 20 years in the business um you put me on the spot what have I come I've come across all sorts of things um oh god I can't think Carol um See, that tells me you're being I, very loyal to your to your, <laughs> to your sellers. That's very generous of you because I have yeah. no doubt, you know, I, I can actually remember and, and I would have worked more with buyers. And I remember one day with an estate agent showing somebody around the house, the buyer who we had brought there. Now, this is going back 20 years ago, so the etiquette maybe wasn't so uh, sophisticated, but they hopped into the bathtub and... The estate agent was horrified. I was horrified. And they didn't do it in a joking way. They did it in a very annoying and, and knocking stuff down and all. And, you know, there, there, there's some being, you know, there can oh. be some poor behavior. And there's a certain etiquette when you're viewing somebody's home, like what you're, you should open and what you shouldn't open uh, for checking storage space. And I've seen people breach that etiquette on yeah. occasion. But um, I hope we're moving into a more sophisticated time in the market. I've just thought of one when you were mentioning the bathtub. I remember going into a, a rented house once and there was a, a couple in a bedroom uh, as we were walking into the room, into the house. So we uh, we had to just wait, I suppose, should I just say, <laughs> until until they were ready. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, do you know what? I, I think when you work in property, it is a snapshot of real life. And yeah. that's exactly it. It is a snapshot <laughs> exactly. of real life. Yeah. So I suppose a final a final word of advice for anyone who's thinking of bringing their home to the market in, in and around the Galway uh, city uh, city and area um, over the next year. What's kind of the best advice? Well, I'd say talk to your agent, Sherry Fitzgerald, earlier um, if possible. So like get us in early. We'll give you all the advice. We'll tell you what you need. Like if you need to get, let's say, retention for planning or something like that, it's going to take three months. You know, in so if you're planning on selling, you know, now then and, and, and obviously your house needs retention, you're three months delayed, you know. So, you know, I, I get us in early and we can go through everything with you, I suppose, is the 
Yeah, that's the, the point. Yeah, that's great advice. And look, I think it's really important to know that you have the buyers there who are, are waiting, uh, finance approved, ready to go. Yes. And, you know, it's it's really exciting when you are helping people move to the next stage of their life when they're moving into maybe a, a larger home for their expanding family. And then you get to see the next generation coming into that home and start all over again. You know, it, it is you know, certainly a property can be a difficult and a challenging um, industry, but actually there's some really positive notes. And, you know, recently we spoke with the director of services in Mayo County Council and, you know, he talked about his role in housing. And obviously, you know, we're talking about doing things for individuals. You know, he's talking about trying to house a whole county. And, um, you know, he did talk about those moments when people are being given keys to their new homes, uh, what is going to be their home. And, you know, there there are moments, there are uplifting moments there that, that do make the challenges worthwhile. And maybe they're the things that we don't talk a lot about in the media because there's so much negative sentiment, um, you know, just around the challenges of the industry, which almost all come back to lack of supply. But yeah. there are some really shining moments in between. And it's important yeah. to keep those in mind. Absolutely. Like, I absolutely love my job. Like today, today I handed out three sets of keys to three different, three actually different age groups of people. And it's, you know, it's lovely. It's lovely to see that, you know, and, you know, it's been a challenge for them along the way. It's it's not an easy thing moving house. It's very stressful for some people. But if you're really organized, we make it a lot less, it will make it a lot less stressful for yourself, you know, so. Oh, that's a gorgeous note to finish on. You know, uh, we, we'll round out your day having handed out kind of three sets of keys to three different families that will be starting their journey so that that's amazing thank you so much that was that was lovely just to get an insight into the Galway market but also to give some advice to people who might be thinking of selling and maybe give some hope to first-time buyers who will be looking to buy in the Galway market from March on so they know where to go as a first point of contact yeah absolutely thanks Carl for having me my pleasure that was Lorraine Scully Associate Director and Sales Manager Sherry Fitzgerald in Galway We need to take a quick break now. Stay tuned.